everyone, today we're going to be talking about what happened in 2020, uh, what a tumultuous year it was for everyone. We're going to be asking Miguel here, one of the, the best lawyers in, uh, in Marbella, about how his year was. So Miguel, over to you. What have, <laughs> should we just forget about it? <laughs> um, I'm, 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 I'm quite interested in, in sort of transaction levels. Don't need to know numbers, but in terms of how, how much quieter it was, um, what type of clients we were getting um, through the doors. Because obviously we, we have a, a real estate practice, you have a legal practice. Yours is probably more typical of the type of clients generally that estate agents were getting. Tell me about your year. Well, the, the, the year 2020 uh, has been a very different from one month to the other, right? Mm -hmm. the, the beginning, the months of January and February, were looking to be very promising because uh, the, 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 uh, the level, the quantity and the quality of the clients was really increasing very much, yeah. significantly in respect of uh, uh, the year before, 19. And uh, so therefore, the, every prediction and every expectation from the market was really, really high, up to a point in which we had to stop dramatically the, uh, the country. Uh, mm -hmm. But not just the country, but also Europe, and, and then afterwards, uh, a few a few weeks uh, after the world. Um, so that happened actually by the mid of March, in which uh, the market completely stopped, yeah. uh, with no possibility of really going out for anything, and the police was really stopping you in every roundabout, yeah. asking you uh, a very very serious questions. Also impossible, right? So. So the months of, of uh, mid-March, uh, full April uh, and uh, mid-May were completely stopped. Mm. Uh, so yeah. no activity, yeah. no activity in, in no, uh, no field of the economy yeah. at all. And then after that, it was, everybody was asking themselves, what is going to do the market mm. after the lockdown is not there anymore? And, uh, and the market reacted very well. Mm. We had a very good summer yeah. in which people were starting to come over with this big uh, uh, positivism and uh, with a lot of pragmatism, I would say, in order to uh, analyze the situation in a very mature way. Mm -hmm. Analyzing not in a panicking way, uh, considering that this was a temporary situation, that this is going to end and therefore, whenever this is over, uh, the weather is going to be still fantastic. The infrastructure that we count with is still here. All the fundamentals. Uh, and, yeah. and therefore, they had no hesitation to buy properties within the months of uh, uh, summer. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we all ex experienced the, the second wave that came slowly, but then uh, all... In, in every country again, uh, we had to face against limitations mm -hmm. and uh, lockdowns and in one way or the other, traveling uh, was much more restrictive. And then we saw uh, months of uh, September, October, November, much slower, but I have to say that not dead. Mm. So every week we, we had clients all the way. Well, I'm so relieved you said all that because that's a, a mirror image of, of our year as well. Um, and we found that in the summer, when it was very busy, we had about six weeks burst of activity. And what we noticed differently to other years is that the people that were here were really determined to buy. It's almost like they'd done all their research online while they're in lockdown, you know, looking at properties and maybe doing some video tours. 
so that when they came here, they were in a much stronger position, much further down the sales process. Absolutely. So our conversion rate doubled in that in that time. So it meant that we were busy, but we were busy with with quality clients, which of course is is what we what we uh, what we all want. Um, how which, which nations have have sort of remain strong. Is there any pattern that you've seen over 2020 where some nations have been more bullish and, and determined and some have hung back? I would say, I would say every, every nationality. Uh, the, the situation today in Costa del Sol in general and in Marbella in particular is that we are a very diversified mm. uh, market at the moment. Mm. We, are not, we don't have really a nationality that occupies uh, more than 50% of the uh, bias market as it used to be yeah. with the, uh, with the uh, a few years ago with the British and, and Irish market that were more than 50% but now every every country every nationality uh, British they do still represent a good uh, mm. uh, portion of the of the buyers and uh, but Scandinavian and uh, Dutch uh, Belgian yeah, yeah. even French so I, I, I could say every, every nationality yeah. What about budget levels? Have you noticed any swing towards the higher end of the market or the lower end? I would say that the the mid to high end of the market has been more busy mm-hmm. uh, on the months of summer by by uh, July, August. Those really months that the, the market was really really busy. Yeah. The budget was higher than it used to be years before. Yeah, we noticed that as well. What about developers? I mean, obviously, we can talk about the real estate um, side. We can talk about the legal side. You obviously deal with developers as well, uh, whether you work alongside them or against them or whatever. But have you noticed how their year has gone? I mean, how are some of them still in business is what I want to know, because they obviously haven't been able to sell a lot of their product. Have the banks been kind to them and and extended credit facilities? Or have developers been well-financed enough to just take it easy, you know, swing into the next year? What's the attitude out there with developers? Well, I think actually the developers, as well as any kind of business activity, is really working on a program, on a plan that depends on the number of sales, that depends on, on the performance that's got to happen every year. Mm-hmm. And if you don't achieve that, then that compromises your uh, your business, your company, yeah. somehow. Uh, developers are not really an exception, and they've been really suffering a very important drop mm-hmm. of what predictions or uh, were by the month of uh, the spring, the spring didn't happen actually it was really a no spring yes. and then in the summer as I said the recuperation of the market was for a higher type of budget so those developers that they were selling properties in the region of 200,000 euros 300,000 euros they've been suffering very much more because they had a spring that didn't exist yeah. and they had a summer that they didn't have that type of uh, strong client yes. uh, yeah. there anymore so yeah. therefore they've been suffering the, the developers, developers have been using, uh, I, know, I know them all and, and I've been uh, talking to, to, to them how they've been overcoming this, uh, uh, this situation. Uh, the, the government was really given the facility of, of some kind of aids, some kind of uh, loans to okay. uh, pass through this, this crisis. This is really uh, 90% backed by the government. Mm-hmm. So you can go to the banks and apply an eco loan, which is ICO. ICO means that 
90% of the loan was backed by the government, 10% was under the, uh, 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 you know, the risk of the developer yeah. itself. And this was really a help to pass uh, two years, three years with a very low interest rate, with a very easy and quick to approve because it's not that difficult mm -hmm. to approve mm -hmm. a loan when 90% of that is responsibility subsidiary responsibility of the government so therefore the banks were very much more easy yeah. and quick uh, and fast to approve those those type of loans and i think that all of them without any exception have been using those ico loans to go through this uh, temporary situation but that's a that's an easy credit rather than a a handout it's not a giveaway from the government it's something you have to pay back as a developer yeah you have to pay back you have Okay, so Miguel, what are we expecting in 2021? And let's not, let's not sugarcoat this, you know, we know that a lot of nations at the moment in Europe are undergoing a, another hard lockdown. Our business is, is mainly with foreigners. How do you think 2021 is going to evolve? What are you expecting? Well, I'm actually having good expectations because we have something that is important in every field of business, which is visibility. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that visibility within the months of March and April. We didn't know what was going to happen, how much time the vaccine was going to be taken to, uh, to be approved, to be invented, to be finally uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the society. Mm -hmm. But now we have a visibility. It's true that we are now in the middle of the second wave or kind of second to third wave. But it's also true that we have a number of vaccines uh, uh, that are approved and they are all uh, in, the, in the society. Mm -hmm. In some countries, quicker than others, but they will all be. So my, uh, my belief is that the first quarter of 2021 is going to be very similar to the last quarter of 2020, I agree. which is not a dead market, it's a market that still operates in a lower and uh, slower rhythm that uh, yeah. is uh, expected by everybody, but it will still bring some deals, some operations. Yeah, agreed. Uh, with the pass of the time and having a priority of, of the uh, elder people to be vaccinated, uh, I think that the uh, bigger, uh, con biggest uh, consumer of uh, beds in hospital are the elder people. Mm -hmm. And at the moment that they are vaccinated, they will not become that big uh, customer yeah. of the hospital yeah. anymore. Yeah. They will start using less and less the hospitals. Mm -hmm. Intensive cares will be uh, much better. Yeah. And, and therefore, that will give gradually and progressively an improvement in the perception and I think actually that the lockdown will not really make more sense because mm. it doesn't make sense uh, you to stop the economy and to co have a complete lockdown if the people that are infected are having just very mild symptoms or very mild fever. Yeah. Uh, you don't stop a country for something like that. You right. stop a country with a big uh, consumers of hospitals are really collapsing the system right exactly. so that's really my 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 opinion that the first quarter is going to be bad but then after that progressively it's going to go better second quarter will be a, 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 i think a, a very uh, day a, a lighter and lighter uh, uh, i hope so uh, i yeah. hope so yeah we we noticed last year in the summer when we talked about the um 
the, the, the busy summer that we had. I think it was a six-week period when people could get here and the buyers were much more serious. And I'm expecting something similar in quarter two and quarter three, where we know because we're speaking to clients every day, we know we have a, have a lot of clients that want to buy here, but they just can't, or they don't feel comfortable traveling at the moment. So I'm expecting in quarter two and quarter three, a similar thing to what happened in the summer, just gone, where we get a lot of clients all of a sudden, you know, they all, they're all able to travel, they all book their tickets and they all come and see us. And, and we're busy and I expect also the quality of the clients to be very high because they've had so much time to do their research with us and with you. And, and so I do expect a little mini boom. You know, I think it will feel like a boom. I don't think it will be, but it will feel like a mini boom compared to what we've all been through. And I think that will happen, as you said, progressively over you know quarter two to, to you know, throughout the rest of the year. Do you expect any changes in sort of buying patterns, whether it's the nationalities or whether it's the, the, the budgets again, do you think we'll, we'll see a, a, an increase in the higher end, maybe because of lifestyle reasons, people able, you know, people able to work from home, maybe coming over and deciding that this is the place they want to be based? Can you see a, a sort of change in the buyer patterns emerging? I actually believe that it's going to be the, the mid to high end has not been suffering that extremely the circumstances mm. of the of the crisis the mm. the, the lockdown has brought uh, uh, very very uh, important uh, consequences for many economies in, in many families of course if you have a, a low budget and you have a low amount of savings there waiting to buy a second home and, uh, and you have uh, you have the consequences of a crisis you are delaying or postponing that decision about buying your second home so therefore i think actually that the low budget clients will not be as busy as they used to be in the beginning of uh, in the year 19 or in the beginning of uh, 2020 mm -hmm. but for the mid to high-end uh, clients i really believe that we're going to have a, a, a mini boom, mm. if we like, uh, from the second, especially in the third quarter, I will say. More, when people maybe combine it with holidays. More strongly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You can combine buying your property and spending a few days of holidays, that all together, that means more in its third quarter than in the second. Yes. But in the second, I think it's going to be very busy. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the Okay. okay. Um, what about developers? Obviously, uh, developers out there who are in the in the process of building, they still have stock that they need to sell. What about new developments, something that hasn't been launched yet? Would you expect to see a lot of that sort of activity this year? Or do you think developers are just sort of holding for now? Any, any land that they have, they're just not prepared to release it yet. It's too risky. Or do you, can you see some activity coming in the next in the next year? I don't think so. I don't think in new developments we we are going to see them uh, on on this coming on this year, 2021. And the reason why is because the developers, uh, be a developer is quite uh, difficult because you have to be very strong in capital mm -hmm. to become a developer. Mm -hmm. And in the end, the developers that they used to be hundreds have become maybe a group of, of 10, yeah. 15 developers. They are all present in Marbella. They have all some developments going on and they have a stock mm -hmm. to uh, sell before they decide to launch a new development. Okay. So I don't see from the uh, typical developers that they are all present in Marbella, mm -hmm. them launching a new development when they still have 
for sale a good number of units in, in each one of them. So therefore, uh, my, my expectations is them to use this <coughs> mini boom to push sales and to... Uh, uh, that's interesting because it, it, it says to me that we're not going to see a, a huge volume of, of supply. So we're not going to see an oversupply of, of stock. We'll have the developments that need to sell during construction. And we'll also have resale stock that private individuals want to sell. But on that front, there hasn't seemed to be any panic in the market. We haven't seen lots of new instructions from vendors because I think most people are still receiving a, a wage whether it's subsidized by the governments or whatever. So there isn't a huge need to sell. Um, and I think it's important that when we do sort of start operating again at our full levels, that, that we're able to tell the market, we're able to tell buyers what's happening with demand and supply. Because obviously a lot of buyers are gonna come to us. We already have them speaking to us saying, you know, we're expecting a discount from a developer. We're expecting prices to be lowered by 20, 30%. And we're saying, well, no, because the fundamentals for that are not in place. We're not seeing an oversupply of stock. We're not seeing desperate vendors, maybe one or two. And we're seeing some price corrections, which are, are, are important, but it's not the market. It's not a distressed market. Correct. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, and I think it's, so to hear you say that we don't expect to see too many new starts of, of construction projects, I think is important while we get through the next year to, to try and um, sort of balance people's expectations in the market. Yeah, that is correct.